Welcome aboard, kid. Now available on YouTube. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Whack Cast, the wackest podcast on the Internet. I'm one of your hosts, Fluffy McGruff. And I'm Naboo, that's who. And I'm Super Symbiote. And today we're going to be talking about something that I really want to talk about, and that's going to be Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Hey, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Uh, it's go. so good. Alex hasn't played it yet. No, I haven't bought no, it. No, but I'm Alex try also hasn't played most of the Borderlands. And sell him continue. on it. That's the goal of this podcast is to sell Alex on Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Bro, See. we couldn't sell him on three, bro. He. No, see, I brought this up. To or Justin. two, and two is I like, said, no, see, what happened? What had happened was, y'all was like, oh, Borderlands, Borderlands, Borderlands. So I played all of the first one, right? And I was like, oh, that was a pretty cool cartoony shooter. And then y'all was like, oh, you got to get the Handsome Jack, because we going to play that. So I got Handsome Jack. We played half of it, quit. And then y'all was Not like, oh, you got, you got to get the ultimate Borderlands 3. So I got that shit. And we played the first 20 minutes of it. And Bro, you just got to play by yourself. And then y'all came at me with it. Y'all hear Tiny Tina's coming out. And I said, great, I'm going to buy it. We're going to play the first intro and we're never going to touch it again. That's just because our schedules are so off. But that's besides the point. The games are really so you just got to even as gotta dive players, into which it. I play like that's what I'm used to is just playing it by myself. But that's also because I take a ridiculous amount of time to loot stuff. But. I'm sure we'll get to that's that. That's true. I feel like I feel like if I was legitimately playing a threat in Borderlands, it would piss me off. <laughs> yeah. It'd just be so slow. That's why yeah. we'll delay our, our run through. A bit, See, but. that's uh I'm a, I'm a Borderlands poser. See, I, I like okay. the aesthetic well, of Borderlands, but the game itself, I just I like I just went through the first one just like okay, gun shoot die okay gun shoot die <laughs> gonna trade my gun sell well, some stuff kill this thing you know what this isn't borderlands all right this but is the comedy wonderlands this is bunkers and badasses baby the comedy in the borderlands series has always been yeah. superb and the yeah and there's a lot of that in this one um yeah it's so good and honestly they did really great so for those who don't know uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is a game that came out developed by Gearbox Software, the developers of the Borderlands series. Um, it came out on March 25th. Um, to great, great reviews. Um, much, much better reviews than Borderlands 3 received when it came out. Um, I haven't looked at any of the reviews, but that's good to hear. No, yeah, a lot of people, especially after they played... Um, borderlands 3 it wasn't the characters um that you play as pete that people were kind of upset about more so it was the antagonist they didn't like troy and right yeah tyrene the calypso twins they were like streamers is will arnett and you can't hate will arnett bro yeah so that's actually one of the points i want to talk about um one of the sorry yeah yeah, yeah. this game is the star-studded cast so um, naturally, voice acting in games has gotten better and better as time has progressed. And I think that Tiny Tina's Wonderlands has brought a very vibrant and funny cast together to play these characters. We have actors such as Andy Samberg and Wanda Sykes being constant companions, you know, to your story as you go through the Wonderlands. 
of Tiny Tina's, um, which of course is based off of Dungeons and Dragons. Bunkers and Badasses. Baby. And it's called Bunkers and Badasses. Yes. It's fucking dope. So you're going to see a lot of Dungeons and Dragons references. Like the, there's like the Dragon Lord, who is the main antagonist, voiced by Will Arnett, who's the same guy so who played Lego Batman. And he's also the opening monologue of the whole game. You know it's going to be good when Will Arnett is bringing you in. And then, of course, honestly, you know, there's also Tiny Tina, who is Alex. That's your girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good old Ashley Birch. One of the best voice actors to ever do it, boys. Shouts out. So, um, Shouts what out. I've noticed is that, uh, so this is the first Borderlands game where you create your character, too, which is really good, honestly. Um, you know, yeah, I really fun. enjoy a good a character creator. I don't know about you, Rhett, you know. I definitely do. Definitely not to the extent that they usually bring in now. Like, I don't I don't really mess around with the nose and the eye depths and, like, lengths and stuff. You know, I just kind of go through the base stuff. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, it, was, it was satisfying. And yeah. also, I thought, just even off the base, like, armor, you kind of get to pick for yourself. They give you a lot of really cool patterns and color designs just to start yeah. off and then you're constantly collecting them throughout i'm only level 10 right now you know i'm just got through the tutorial basically but i've already got like so much stuff it's great yeah yeah um you know this is a game that i saw implement like they had an overdraw on sliders so you could make like one eye like super big and one small because you could also take symmetry off and it just brought a lot of depth into like how it's made. They also fully voiced like eight voices for the main protagonist. Um, yeah, you can pick through, and Which is I really mean, it's cool. it's got good dialogue, I... and it's actually got personality. So I like made my D and D character Sketchy Carl, right? Who's a who's a tiefling, and he's kind of like this cocky like asshole kind of character. And I chose like the intelligent voice, and I like dropped the pitch a little bit. And oh, it's nice. perfect and it's got oh, its own cool. personality it's like got this snarkiness to it and yeah i didn't play around with pitch at all i should have done that i just recently switched voices from the like gallant voice to the like gruff voice or whatever it's called just because i feel like it matched the character i'm like building more yeah and i mean just I could talk all day about a, a good character creator, and Tiny Tina's has a, a wonderful one. You can make so many different kinds of characters, you know, whatever you want to, really. It's one of the best games I've seen. It's kind of like clay, and you get to mold it how you see fit. Um, And, I mean, you brought up earlier, Alex, so you said that you played through all of Borderlands 1, correct? Yeah. So honestly, in terms of like difficulty, um, I would say that this actually is more similar to Borderland, Borderlands 1, um, just in terms of challenge, just because, I mean, it's no lie, like 2 and 3, like you become so godly so fast, and yeah. no one really stands a chance against you once you get into like later levels. And granted, all Borderlands games are like that. But yeah, and it also differs to, person to, to person, depending like how much you grind. Yeah, 
you know, no. like me right now, taking the time to explore, you know, I'm, I'm constantly going back to places to sell all my loot and then I have to like fight the same enemies. So I'm, I'm like, you know, higher level than I should be. Yeah. Pretty consistently. Well, that's the cool thing too, is that the enemies uh, level with you in this game. So you well, will ne- never be too high of a level. And, you know, they kind of did that same thing like in Borderlands 3 where they had the cooperative play or the competitive play. So uh, it could be if you share the loot or if, you know, you really have to take the loot and everybody fend for themselves. So you can definitely change the difficulty. Um, I do appreciate that, but I like that it's a little bit more challenging than Borderlands 3 was. So far, I feel like I've been kind of coasting by. This most recent boss battle was like, I feel like maybe a little tough, but I also didn't go down. So like, but again, I'm spending ridiculous amounts of time finding loot. So I'm, I might just be a little OP right now. No, yeah. And I, you brought up getting those dice and like, yeah, that boosts your luck. I think a yeah. big problem that people had with three as well was that you would get a legendary like every like 10 minutes something and you know it kind of takes the challenge out when you're getting so many like legendary weapons and this one like i've gotten maybe three i want (laughs) to say i've got a lot of i don't even know if i've gotten one yeah i've gotten a lot of purple and blue you know but i i haven't really gotten any legendary weapons um but the dice affect your rng so the more dice you get the luckier loot that you have so it's one of those things where if you're cool with legendaries being like super rare things that you really have to grind for to get don't find the die if you do find all the die and you'll get more legendaries so that's pretty neat um but it's aggravating as fuck to find all those fucking dies i i find it nice i enjoyed the hunt yeah some (laughs) of them are in such stupid fucking places there's one, uh, there's one. I'm gonna just let the whole audience know about it right now. There's one in Brighthoof, all right, that's behind a gate. A bunch of shit has to go down before you can actually access that shit. And it's just there. And it seems like you can get it, but nah, you've got to advance in the story. Which <laughs> brings me to another point I want to talk about with Tiny Tina Wonderlands. So Borderlands pretty much invented the looter shooter you know um and that's what borderlands in that company has done uh, for their pat- previous three installments this game is really the first like in the borderlands kind of universe to pull in not only massive rpg elements but also metroidvania elements true and that kind of almost uh I can't think of what it is, but I mean, honestly, a little bit of Pokemon with the like yeah. random encounters in the grass. Yeah, that's but interesting. It is also just D and D in general, and like moving across the land and finding those random encounters and random loot. And then there's um there's a lot of areas that you can't access until you progress to a certain point and get like an item or an object to actually move forward. So, I mean, for people that are playing, if you're seeing a bunch of stuff, you're like, oh, my God, how do I get to this? Don't stress it. Like, keep it moving. 
there it'll all make sense yeah, that's eventually. The problem. That's the problem I'm coming across right now. Yeah. I'm so don't stress to, uh, it. Like you're gonna figure through. out what that's for. You're gonna be like, oh yeah, and then you're gonna go back and do it. You know. But it's a great game overall. I think everyone, you know, should give us some time. I think it should get at least maybe contender for game of the year. It won't. It might. <laughs> it will definitely be up for action game, like the Borderlands, like Borderlands 3. I think it Borderlands 3 was up for game of the year, but it was also up for like action game. Yeah. Uh, so it'll probably get that. Like but it's RPG great if you've ever that. if you like the borderlands style and you like the borderlands comedy you know this script is is very well written with andy sandberg wanda sykes and will arnett and there is constant material between all three of them you know and then you really get to create your own character and it doesn't really impact like the actual borderlands universe so it's really just got so much creativity that you can dump into yeah. it just fantasy land it's all tiny tina's mind yeah it's crazy and right i don't think you've gotten into it yet but there is like some nuances where the dragon lord is gonna start talking about like her and what she does to this world and like it, yeah it, it's like whew. that hasn't happened yet but the dragon lord i am at the point where the dragon lord and spoilers for anyone who hasn't played uh but he fucking murdered <laughs> the queen yeah dude that one hit queen, me bro uh, when he cut fucking uh alex i'm sorry you're about to get spoiled for this but stallion dies but stallion no yeah oh, i know it's horrible anyone man. Who played the second game and what third it's crazy game, honestly just you know who Butt Stallion is, and they killed the queen. That was wild. But yeah, he oh, hasn't started talking about any of this crazy rebellious stuff. But either way, we got to get vengeance for Butt Stallion. Yeah. yeah and I really dig like the magic theme that this thing has going on. Like, it doesn't matter what kind of character you want to play, you're going to have access to magic either way. And there's so yeah, much of really it. Cool. But yeah, but talking about this, you know, I kind of just also want to bring up, you know, the Borderlands movie is still slated to come out this year. Hey, um, let's go. We've gotten a couple more confirmed appearances. You know, we got Scooter and Ellie for appearing in the movie. Oh, nice. Um, they have casts now. Um, Hammerlock, Jacobs, uh, the Atlas. You know, we've got some more side characters coming into light, so... Hopefully, you know, it's good. Also, Penn from Penn and Teller oh, Lord. is confirmed on the cast list, and he actually played himself in the Borderlands oh. franchise. So you might see that say. character in the movie. Oh, That's pretty hard. They see so Carnivore. Sure it'll be a funny little bit. Yeah. That'll be if nice to the fans. A bounty hunter or some crazy shit. That, that's cool. I'm definitely going to see it. Like, bad or not like i think it's worth seeing and yeah, hopefully it doesn't bite off too fun. much i would like to see it actually like develop these characters just just throwing a thousand references at us um, hopefully i just leave and i'm like damn i want to play borderlands now like that's the true. best it could do 
Um, I mean, but yeah, Borderlands yeah. 2 or Borderlands the movie coming out this year. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands released already. Pick it up. 60 bucks. Get and, it. Uh, you can play it with hopefully... friends or by yourself and hoard all the loot. And that brings us to this week's Fluffs Fumbles. Fluffs Fumble. <laughs> all right. So the fumble this week happens to be that E3 is canceled. Who guessed it? Oh, That's man. right. The organizers behind E3 did cancel not only the live performance, but also the digital performance. It's just not happening this year. Um, yeah, they did state sucks. that they were going to do a reinvigorated performance in 2023, but due to the cancellation, so many fans are disappointed and they've lost a lot of backing from producers that it may be the end for the entire ceremony uh to, forever that's trash yeah that that really sucks because yeah so E3, while like i get a lot of companies are doing their own like showcases every now and then like that's E3's true and that's probably something that... gamers the gaming community had to like come together and be excited about you know everybody from the gaming community not just the specific branches yeah yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that probably impacted whether or not E3 was going to come back or not. Because, I mean, there's the Nintendo Direct, there's the Sony Showcase. You know, um, I don't remember if Microsoft has one or not, but I feel like they have something similar. Yeah, they do. And honestly, now even some game companies like do their own events where they just show everything that they're going to do, you know? Yeah. Like Ubisoft and. So that probably definitely impacted the fact they were like, do we yeah. really need to do E3? In fact, they probably have so many people drop out, they just can't fucking fund it anymore. That would be I tragic. mean, if you lost Nintendo, yeah. Sony, and Microsoft, and they're like, your main three, it's like... <laughs> I mean, that's... I, well, and then there's also already indie showcases happening, so you don't even have the... like. I, I just wish the companies would see that it was for a greater good to all come together and have a big event, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're doomed. But, um, but this is probably, I mean, right? just the wave of the future is all these independent companies. I mean, DC has their own event. You know, Marvel's probably going to end up having an event. Um, oh, yeah. I'm certain Marvel is going to make an event exactly like the event that they created in the Avengers game. The whole <laughs> yeah. opening Avengers to the Avengers Day. game. They want, I'm sure they want Avengers Day. The second that hover boots become available, they're going to be like, cool, get us an Iron Man, get us a Thor. No, and then Let's some super genius Avengers will actually happen. hijack and terrorize the city. It, oh, it'll be great, dude. The, speaking, the prophet. speaking of this, uh, while we're on the subject of Marvel fumbles, I, this one's actually funny. It just popped in my head. So, you know, I kept showing everybody that really cool Spider-Man robot at the Disney theme park that would do all the like high tower flips and stuff. And it looked like a real person. Yeah. He finally, uh, just, he don't stick the landing as good anymore. Uh, there's a video going around of, Tom Holland's voice announcing the robot flying into the air and then it just splats on the side of the building and all these kids start freaking out. Nice. 
And that actually reminded me there is another fumble that I wanted to talk oh, about this traumatized. That is Morbius. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. It I wasn't good. Now, yeah, uh, we good. we must state <laughs> nothing good. We must state before any we, hate has come, the movie as the filming of this episode, the movie has not been out long not been out long and also none of us have seen it yeah <laughs> but we have we've not seen had the, the reviews of course they don't make me want to see it i mean you of know, course when it's I, free eventually sure i have to see it i don't know if i'll spend money but i have to just see it you know i mean bottom line there was a lot of cut content from the movie a lot yeah um the amount of CGI that goes into Jared Leto's performance is staggering. And that is where the budget of that movie went. Yeah. Yo, the use of CGI is killing films and they just aren't learning that lesson. Fucking it got a whopping 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. And fans and critics alike uh, just do not like this movie whatsoever calling it a bigger insult than Ryan Reynolds' first portrayal as Deadpool. Oh my gosh, shout out. Yeah, I did see a good comparison meme of Ryan Reynolds with his, not only his Deadpool for Marvel, but then his Green Lantern for DC, and now Jared Leto has Morbius for Marvel. (laughs) And Joker. and, And his Joker for DC, and it's like, all right, well, Third time's the charm, maybe, but right. I don't think so. I'm kind of sad. Think, I don't think that redemption arc's coming for Jared Leto. Uh, yeah, I yeah, think everybody's I'm... just kind of sick of Jared Leto now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, after the I Joker mean... stuff, like he's like an average yeah. Joker. Meh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> meh, meh. He's like a pop culture mm. Joker, <laughs> and uh. I'm kind of sad that Morbius did bad because like he's like a Spider-Man villain and I really like Spider-Man and I was excited to see like kind of a, a lower name villain get some light but it's clear that Blade is going to be the successful vampire Marvel franchise I hope because um, Disney's going to fucking kill <laughs> We can shit. only hope Yeah, we can only hope <laughs> You know, because they, they're not always you know, doing well trying to remake these uh, early 90s phenomenons 80s 90s yeah they're gonna kill it man i have so much faith and the actor that they chose is blade yeah that's honestly Bro, the all thing i really is, know about the them. actors don't aren't the problem these days it's the writers man you need to tell me who the <laughs> writers are because that's where these shows are dying well i'm pretty you know? sure i'm pretty sure marvel has blade this time and Marvel's going to stay true to the comics and appeal to the darker side of the Marvel comics to bring in those characters and do some Midnight Sun Yeah, because they're going to make Hopefully. Blade a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. like the Midnight Sun. It's all under the Disney umbrella, though. Yeah. Because Blade's got to be family-friendly, too. Well, they already Not got Moon Knight, and they about they everything they do is family. Oh, that's Moon Knight's true. I haven't got, seen Moon Knight yet, and that could be pretty nice. Moon Knight's got some ties to Werewolf by Night, who is also an original member of the Midnight Suns. 
Right. And we already know that Deadpool is being brought in. Like Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, Deadpool and the Thundercats. So it's not going to stay ultra family friendly for very long. The Thunderbirds. He said Deadpool and the Thundercats. 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 The Thundercats. Thunderbirds. The Thunderbolts. The Thunder fucking Bolts. That's what it is. Okay. Also, like in Avengers 2, didn't like people like die and stuff? Yeah, people got marked in them Avengers movies, bro. And then they came back. Nah, there was people in all the Avengers movies that got marked up. Right. I'm telling you. Except for that one dude when T'Challa was like, the living are not done with you yet. Yeah, Baron Zemo made it. God, I love Tim's But like, is Blade just people dying? Or is he like gore, like hella like creepy vampire well like. so the added benefit of blade is that in the comics too like when he kills vampires they burst into flames oh, yeah. okay well, so like you okay. can avoid a lot of gore with bursting but what flames. about the vampires yeah. eating people man how not gory. the vampires eating people they're gonna save their blood for that part <laughs> look, look 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 i'm just gonna say this right now for anybody that gives a shit and has a disney plus all right moon knight has proved already in one episode that disney will show you the brutality you want from the characters right. you expect all right i stand it's coming and i gotta it's see coming moon knight, but we're gonna have a darker marvel coming they're moon getting knight. into their scarier characters we're not doing a moon knight episode moon knight episode uh, one is extremely violent i i will i will i want more of moon knight to come out before we dedicate to a moon knight episode sure we could do it at the end of the season get excited for that whack cast maybe we'll do a moon yeah. Knight season yeah, yeah. let us know we have to have. i would love that all right so yeah let us know uh if there's any other topics that you want to discuss with us, you know, we got a comment section. We got Facebook. Uh, we got Twitter. Yeah. What's up? Oh, Come at us. Subscribe. If you're excited about Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Man. You know, we got Spotify. You can watch us on Anchor. People are watching that again for some reason. Yeah. Who knows? I don't. Wherever you yeah. listen. You know where we are. We're the Whack Cast. I've been one of your hosts. Fluff McGruff. I'm going to do that, too. And I'm super symbiote. Fucking deuces, y'all. Have a good night. (laughs) Have a good day. Have a great day. Now that's so whack production.